This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Sitting in for Libby Snymer... Here is Bob Comsick. And welcome back, as promised, Sunday in Turkey Point. Welcome to the show. Yes, thank you very much, Bob. I just wanted to say that I've had both vaccines, uh, which were Moderna, and I just had my uh, booster shot two days ago, which was Pfizer. Uh, no problems with any of them. And um, my husband's just looking forward to his booster because... Uh, He's just 65, so he didn't qualify for the booster the other day. But I just wanted to let you know that. Okay, very good. And um, like you said, no issues with it, and your husband's uh, waiting for his appointment made already? or uh, No, actually, I was thinking I could probably go online today and make him a, an appointment now, couldn't I? For the no, booster? I think you got to wait to the 13th at 8 a.m., and oh. that's, I believe, yeah, you could try, but I don't think so, because oh, I think okay. that's... all right, I missed that point. Yeah, as of the 13th, so a week this Monday, uh-huh. 8 a.m., that's when you can... Uh, book the uh, the appointment but remember oh, great. it's got to be 168 days between the second and uh and the booster shot in order yeah. to to get that so yeah okay. okay well thanks very much love the show all right very good thank you and keep listening gerald and brampton welcome you're listening to uh fight back here bob Comsican for lippy snymer go ahead gerald yeah thank you uh bob uh, i'm going to my son's uh in the u.s uh for a couple of weeks at christmas time and with all the new rules and all the new changes what happens every day i have trouble keep keeping up with it do i need an antigen shot to go into the u.s with my car do you need sorry which with you an, an, an antigen an antigen te- or you um well, that's an antigen test. You're wondering if you need to have the the test before you cross. I think if it's less than uh, 72 hours just crossing the border, you you don't need uh, any test results. You don't need the test. It's it's All if right, you're going right, for right. longer. If it's longer than 72 hours, I believe you're going to still need to uh, to have the the test. Have to take a test. All right. So, do I need? Do I do I have to have a booster shot to go into? The oh, US? just a booster shot. A booster shot. No, no. As long as you're fully vaccinated, that's your your two shots. Then you're fine. A booster. This is something that's that they're just starting to expand and and uh, roll out. Unless you were uh, among those in the. Uh, in the 70 and older and, and other at-risk groups, that's when you would have been eligible earlier to get it. But uh, it's totally up to you as to when you get your booster. The main thing is to be fully vaccinated, immunized, which is to have two shots. If you've got two shots, you're fine. Well, they said that I can't get my booster shot till after December the 31st. Like I'm 77, right? But they, but they said I have to wait till December the 31st because of the 160 days, 180 yeah. days, whatever. It yeah, is. it's 168 days that you need between your second shot and the the booster. That's why you have to wait till then. So uh, you can you can get it at that point. Will you be? Or you can get it at least at that point or even a little later than that if you wish. I guess it'll it'll be something you you can deal with when you come back from visiting your son. All right. So uh, you, finalizing. So you say that I will I will have to have that test before uh, I cross into the yeah, because on 72 hours. Yeah. When it's longer than 72 hours, I think you need the 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 test uh, results to to come back in. If it was less than that, then you don't need it. So, and you're obviously going for longer than that, right? 
Yeah, a couple, a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, safe travels. Hope all goes well. And uh, I guess uh, we'll wish you a Merry Christmas now, and you take care. Thank you, and, and you too. All right. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. And bye-bye. let's go to Daryl in Toronto. You've got uh, a suggestion, possible solution as far as this uh, border business with the uh, uh, Arrive Can app. Hi, Bob. Yeah, I just. Just a thought for uh, Larry at the beginning of your show there that um, in his situation, I mean, I haven't crossed the border in a while, but I would, before crossing the border, uh, drop into the Canada Customs on, on the Canadian side and speak to somebody there. Maybe they can set him up, uh, you know, for a comeback uh, several hours later or whatever. Yeah, because we at just... least help him out or at least let him know whether they're going to let him back in or not. Yeah, we, ju- we heard from uh, Howard in Hamilton, uh, who was... Uh just about to, or no, had just come back and he didn't have any issues at all. So I think it comes down to the, uh, the old story of really depends who you get at the, uh, at the border when you pull well, up. Also, right? Like I say, if, if he stops in before he sure. crosses over, maybe he'll have a name to drop, you know, uh, on the way back. Or a suggestion. Or a suggestion so that he doesn't yeah. run into, uh, any, yeah. uh, roadblocks. Also, also, I had a quick comment. So on the 13th, when, they're opening up like a, a 20 year age range. I'm presuming the phones and everything are going to be just ridiculous, uh, on that day. And it just it seems kind of crazy to me why they're not booking appointments, let's say for 65 to 70 this week, you know, start booking the appointments for later on. St- staggering you know? it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead it, it, of like dumping 20 years of people panicking to, you know, get their shots all at once. Yeah, I'm trying to recall what that was, because as we know, in this day and age, it's information overload on that one. I'm trying to recall, I'm thinking out loud here. Uh, maybe you can even uh, help me out where they did that one weekend. Oh, it's when it was the, I think, the QPR codes where they said those yeah, Janu- yeah, January yeah, to, yeah, and they kind of, right. And they did it by months for about three month intervals on the Saturday, on the Sunday, yeah. and then Monday it was, uh, Everybody's uh, in. yeah, every, uh, jump, everyone who wants to go ahead. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what it was. Yeah, it was it the certificate. The 13th is just going to be crazy. Yeah, probably, probably. And it's, it's going to be like, you know, try and if not, lay off for a couple of days, then do it because we've waited up to this point and um, you'll either be lucky or you won't, or maybe the things might get a little hairy and hopefully won't yeah. crash. But uh, well, my 168 days was last week. So. Okay. All right. So you'll be able to, as soon as you get through, you'll be able to, to make yours as soon as something comes available. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, everyone be well. All right, you as well. You take care. 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-744-740. Bob Comsick in for Libby Zneimer. Free for all Friday here on Fight Back on Zoomer Radio AM 740, also 96.7 FM, if you happen to be downtown. Lori in Oakville, welcome to the show. Hello, how you doing? I'm doing well. How's Lori? Oh, good, thanks. Good. Good. Um, you can pretty well call it halt off the press. I uh, I just came back from over the, being over the border. I I just unloaded my car, and uh, so that gives me what an hour and fifteen minutes. I was there coming through. Mm-hmm. What I did, and what I suggest to Larry, I was thinking about stopping in at one of their places to make sure, you know, before I went over to make sure I was okay. And then I thought, okay, no, I think I've got everything covered. What I did is just took a lot of paperwork with me. I did do the Arrive Can app. What it does, okay, you, you go on your computer um, and you download it or and you fill in the form. He'll have to do one for him and one for his wife, okay? And you say, okay, I'm going to be coming back through this port, whether it's Queenston, Lewiston or whatever, and I'm going to be coming through about this time on this date, now, it'll make you fill in all sorts of things, and it'll, it'll make you try to upload to it, and it's pretty easy, it's very user-friendly, your copy of your vaccination, okay? Mm-hmm. He probably, Larry probably has that on his computer, too. So you just upload it like you were doing a photo, and one thing of caution is don't be frightened. It's going to take you through, after you've done all that business and you've entered your passport number and you've got all the other information in, it's going to prompt you to answer questions about isolation. 
And it's not because they're going to isolate you. It's just because they want to know that you have a plan in case they randomly select you for a test. Okay. And, it, you know, you just fill it out. It just says, are you able to, to self-isolate? Are you able, you know, all the questions. And once you go through that, you're fine. It'll, what it'll do is it say, okay, here's the app. But it also sends you a receipt to your email that you provided. And the email has your um, QR code showing that you registered for ArriveCan. And it also has a six-letter um, code that you get. And all I did was I just printed that page off, and away we go. So I went over. I was there for an hour, did my little bit of shopping, picked up my stuff at a storage place, came back, showed him, showed them my paperwork. Now, I got a little luckier because I have a Nexus, so it's a little faster for yeah. me. But the border is not chalk or block. It's not stuffed with people. And you just show them your usual passport, tell them what you brought back, you know, be honest, and just show them that piece of paper with the QR code and the uh, the six-letter uh, code, and and they'll put you through. Actually, it's, sorry, I lied. It's uh, one, two, three, four, five letters and one number. But it, it's a nice, it fits on an 8 by 11 sheet of paper. It's a nice and clear. You just print her off, take it with your passport, and you're done. Okay. Well, hopefully, uh, Larry is still uh, is still listening. And thank you, Lori, for for helping out uh, with that and a very uh, detailed step by step explanation. And hopefully, that'll help out Larry and any others who might be in a similar position and a little leery about uh, what uh, might be awaiting them uh, should they should they cross. So, thank yeah. you for that. And the lady that phoned in saying about the woman on the news, so on and so forth. Um, the woman on the news probably had different circumstances, but they still, they can, they can select you, randomly select you. But in her case, she hadn't filled out the arrive can at all. And you can't just fill it out. You, you know, you, you've got to have it already downloaded. You can't just sit there and fill it out and then go through. So, and, um, I, it's, it's too bad. They showed the worst case scenario. That's the only place the government fell down was not telling us about needing that. And, um, you know, what can I say? I feel sorry for those ladies. I'm just glad I saw it on the news and was able to get the ArriveCan app. And there you go. Okay. Laurie, again, uh, thank you so much. And uh, great information there. And hopefully, even if it helps at least one other person, uh, fabulous. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks. Take care. You as well. Bye-bye, Bye-bye. now. Vera in Burlington. Welcome to Fight Back. Go ahead, Vera. Hi there. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Okay, well, I just want to, you know, uh, tell you that when I, I'm a snowbird. When I come back in, in the spring, I had to have a test in the States just before I left, another test at the border, okay? And then they give us a kit to have a third test eight days later, and I was on quarantine. So this this was waste of time and money to have that test done because if I'm on quarantine and they kept calling and checking on me, how am I going to get COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so... Yeah, so, but anyways, that's what that. Now I'm planning to go back again with the car after Christmas. So would I need a test again to go to go to the state for no. the, like, no, for four months? Well, right now, the way it stands right now, Washington is not including the land border. It's staying unchanged so that you or anyone driving south will not need to submit test results. Now, that could change. As we all know, this is all pretty fluid. That could right, change. Yeah, another but, month, sure. Uh, who knows, change, right? But as far as for, for now, we don't we're, need we're to now, wait. no. No, if you're driving, no. It's only what they announced yesterday, you might have caught that on the news, is that within 24 hours, anyone flying into the U.S., coming into the U.S., has to take a test within 24 hours of departing. But as far as anyone driving, going south, no. You don't need to. Another question, of course, I'm a senior, so my son's going to, 
helped me to drive there, and then he's flying back. But if he's flying back to Canada, he's okay. He doesn't need anything, right? Uh, let me just think out loud here now. As far right. as flying back into Canada, well... What they're doing, um, and I'm wondering about the new rules, and if your son's there possibly listening uh, to us as as you're talking there, remember that uh, we recently had the uh, the announcement just the other day by by our government, and basically Canadians and all other foreign visitors, uh, I should say as far as Americans are the only ones exempt from our new rules requiring all international travelers flying here to get a test upon arrival and having to self-isolate while awaiting the results. So I think in that case, Americans are the only ones who are exempt. That would seem to suggest that uh, we're not exempt, that uh, he might need something. I would double I would double check that. He better double check I would say, you, leave, play, right? you know what? Better to be safe than sorry. Right. Well, and not rely on my... Okay, well, listen. Enjoy your show, and uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and yours, and safe travels, Vera. Okay, thank you. All bye right. Bye. Okay, bye for now. Murray and Malton, welcome to Fight Back. Hi, Bob. How are you today? D- doing well. Go ahead. Welcome. Good, good. Uh, listen, uh, we're always over 40% of people that are double-vaxxed getting the uh, virus. So I think they should lower it from six months to five months, and then uh, maybe there will be less again. I mean, obviously, any time we hear as far as uh, what they suggest to us, it's it's based on uh, health experts' recommendations. So for the time being, it's not. I mean, I see what you're you're saying and maybe where you might be coming from, but uh, that's not something that they're entertaining, at least not at uh, at this time. Yeah, well, they should. Right, because uh, like I said, you're over forty percent for the last month and a half. Right, people double vaxxed, they're getting a uh, uh, virus, and we don't really have we we have a, a little bit of numbers of, of the age group, right? But we don't have enough information to really do that. So maybe they do, and maybe they should take a look at it and lower the uh, time time distance. Who knows? Maybe they, they could very well do that. Murray, thank you very much for calling. Appreciate that. Yep. And Bob Comsican for Libby's Nightmare. You're listening to Fight Back here on Zoomer Radio. And when we come back, first up for us, we're going to hear from Terry in Tottenham here on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight back with Libby Snymer, a free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Sitting in for Libby Snymer, here is Bob Comsick. And welcome back. Thank you for holding on there, Terry in Tottenham. What's your question? Or what would you care to share with us? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Bob. I just have uh, two points I'd like to make. The first one is I just returned from a 10-day vacation in the Dominican Republic, and nowhere entering Canada or leaving Canada or entering the Dominican or leaving the Dominican did anybody ask me one question about vaccinations, negative tests, status of vaccination, Canada Arrive apps or anything like that. Me, neither way. Now, I did all the protocols. I took my test coming back, filled out my Arrive Canada app, filled out my Arrive Dominican app going down. I did all the things I was supposed to do, but nobody looked at me sideways or asked me one single question about vaccinations or negative tests. The other point I want to make is when we got back to Toronto, we landed in Toronto, and they informed us they were going to let us off 50 people at a time to deal with immigration. I thought, that's great. That means they're really, you know, handling immigration well. They let us off 50 people at a time. I was in the first 50. When I got downstairs to the immigration, there was 2,000 people jammed in the immigration room, shoulder to shoulder, some wearing masks, some not, probably about 85% wearing masks. But I thought, here's the federal building, federal Canada's federal building, an airport, and uh, they're preaching social distancing, stay apart, masks and all this. And talk about talking the talk and not walking the walk. I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty wow. telling. Wow. Yeah, that, that, the, yeah, that is pretty telling. And uh, I could see, I guess you, you must have felt a little uncomfortable given uh, the circumstances. 
Well, I, I, I just felt that why, why did I, you know, pay $75 for a negative PVCR test and fill out all the Arrive Canada app and all that, and nobody asked me anything about it. Nobody, not down in Dominican uh, at the check-in for the airport. Or I thought, oh, well, surely they'll ask me to, uh, to Canada Immigration for all this information. Nobody asked me a thing about it, not a thing. Yeah, I sensed that you were like, here I am, I'm all prepared, here we go, ask away, and no one's even, like you said, even looking at you. It's almost as if it was pre-COVID, uh, in and out, no problems. no qu- Absolutely, absolutely. Well, now, that's... It was, it was a, a little longer than normal getting through immigration at uh, Toronto, but I mean, I got through it in probably an hour. So, really? But uh, I, I'm just surprised that nobody asked me one single way, this is supposed to be such a pandemic and such a a health crisis and all this kind of stuff. And nobody paid any attention to it in my case. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I slipped through the cracks. Yeah, I don't know. It, it could be. And uh, have you t- any friends or family that have recently gone and come back and uh, maybe you guys have shared stories or. Uh, I don't know. I had a, I had a, I had a friend with me. We were down on a golf vacation for 10 days and uh, he wasn't asked anything about anything either. So the two of us just about cruised through like we were uh, like, like pre pandemic, like you say, like it was like it was 19, you know, like it was 2010 or something. Or right? something, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, all right, very good. I wanted to let you people know that, you know, it's, uh, it, it seems like it's a hit-and-miss thing, right? So, uh, you know, I, would, I wouldn't be uh, afraid to take my chances in traveling and coming back because uh, you've you got a good chance of not even being questioned. So there you go. All right, anyway, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much, Terry, and uh, all the best to you and yours over the holidays. You too, Bob. Thanks. All right. Thank you very much. Let's uh, change it up because Bill in East York, uh, we don't want to have him wait much longer because maybe the maybe the Eastern final and the Grey Cup might have been over by then, and uh, we wouldn't yeah, want right. that. So, okay. So you've got a, a CFL uh, yeah, comment to I, make. Yes. Uh, number one, I enjoy your show, Bob, in the station. I uh, just thought I'd say that, and. Uh, I get to the point where I hear too much of COVID-19, I'm going to pull out my hair. I say, forget it all. I got the vaccines, got this, uh, checked this, and done mm-hmm. that. So anything about COVID-19, uh, I got deaf ears. Anyways, yeah. the Argos are playing uh, Sunday at 1230. And, In um, Hamilton. You need, yeah, you just need uh, proof of the two vaccines. Put a mask on. Come in and enjoy the game. You can TTC it there, go train it there, and it's a good entertainment. It's really reasonably priced compared to NHL hockey and NBA basketball and all this. Uh, so BMO Field, there's not a a seat that's obstructed. You get a good view wherever you're sitting, and uh, it's very reasonable. So I'm just trying to support the Argos, and hopefully they win. So there you go. And how do you think they'll fare? They they did beat Hamilton pretty much uh, all but one time, did they not this yeah, year? Yeah, they've beaten them before, three out of, two out of three. Uh, it's going to be a low-scoring game because they're calling for some snow and possible rain, and the, the temperature won't be a factor. It'll be if there's snow and rain. Hopefully it's sunny, and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's a good afternoon out, and forget about COVID-19 and all that. Get a hot dog and something to drink and all that, or, right. or, or slice a pizza and forget about COVID-19, you know, you know coming like, in and out of the country and everything. Yeah, well, uh, like a, a day like today would be absolutely gorgeous because yeah. it looks like there's no wind even. Uh, yeah. But unfortunately, uh, who knows? Fingers crossed. Maybe it'll just be a, a few light flurries just to remind people that it's the CFL playoffs. So there has to be some snow in order to try to influence the outcome in some fashion, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. it's going to be a low-scoring game because of the weather, I think. And uh, Toronto wins. I'm a big Argo fan, and uh, there you go. Well, That's I it. figured East York, there's a good chance that, uh, that you're an Argos fan, not a Ticats uh, yeah, yeah, fan. Yeah, so. yeah, Argos all the way. Argos and Leafs and TFC and Raptors and all that, but Argos okay. is number one. All right. Okay, have so, a good day. Uh, have a good day. Enjoy the game. Yeah, thanks. All okay. right, you take care. Don yeah, in Wyerton, welcome to Fight Back here okay, on Zoomer okay. Radio. Thank you very much, and uh, good, good, good topic today. I uh, was re- reading a news article this morning in one of our national papers, and the topic about travel rules for foreign nationals going mm-hmm. to the states. Right. And uh, what it read, if I can just two or three quick excerpts, it just started by saying Washington is tightening travel rules for foreign nationals, including Canadians. Right. goes on to say, as early as Monday, the United States will require all inboard, in, inbound international travelers to 
get an antigen test within 24 hours of their departure. Previously, it was 72. Correct. Goes on to say, one senior government source said the uh, Canadian government's understanding is that the new 24-hour testing rule will also apply to people crossing into the U.S. at the land border. Well, right now, the land border is not being touched, but uh, so that's not official. That might be something under consideration. But as of now, unless something's happened in the past right. hour, it's not uh, it's not affecting the, uh, okay. the the Canada-U.S. land border. But as we know with COVID, that's uh, state. <laughs> stay tuned, right? Oh, oh, exactly. But I just I just saw that, and and sorry if it's causing any more confusion, but. Uh, how, how much? How much more confusion could it possibly <laughs> cause, Don? I mean, really? You know what? It really is something. You know, and uh, I just feel—I really feel sorry for for a lot of seniors who don't have the up-to-date tech equipment, mm-hmm. and it's really going to be difficult for them. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It is. Uh, it is. I'm sure quite uh, unsettling, unnerving, and uh, to those seniors. And hopefully, they have uh, family around them that uh, can right. be there for them to to help them out uh, in these uh, difficult times. Let alone with technology, even even without it. So here's hoping that uh, that they do have somebody there uh, whom they can uh, lean on. But okay. uh, Don, appreciate yeah. it. No, you did not. Make it uh, any more confusing. Uh, You've probably made it less so for some people in case they missed it on the news. But we had been reporting that uh, that aspect about the testing requirement being uh, 24 hours since yesterday, since uh, uh, Washington made that announcement. But uh, thank you very much. Appreciate you calling and uh, keep listening. I, I certainly will enjoy your enjoy your shows and and uh, stay safe. All right, you as well. Take care, Don and Wyerton. Thank you. Bye bye now. Bye. Let's let's go to Barbara in Cambridge. Barbara, welcome. Hi. Uh, yes, my experience to the states uh, flew down a few days ago. We were down for two weeks, Monday to Monday. We uh, drove across the border and then flew from the states into Daytona. We were tested. Uh, the 72-hour protocol, and we received our negative results on the Sunday evening, Mm -hmm. and we flew again back on the American side and then crossed over into Canada. There was only one laneway that was the Canada Rive, and we actually didn't hit that one. We were in another lane. But no problem getting the uh, through. The... um Sorry about that. That's okay. It's okay. Know what it's like when there's grandkids. <laughs> yeah, no, they, 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 they take precedence over everyone. Go ahead. I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Go ahead. They allowed us across. Actually, my husband had copied his, and I didn't have Wi-Fi, did not have a copy, and they still let myself across. Um, my question was that we had gotten our negative test on the Sunday, and we were flying into the States and crossed, and how do we know that we didn't pick it up from that point into wow. Canada? Yeah, exactly, right? You know, there's no test done, so I found that strange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, what can we say? You did, you followed the rules based on rules that have been uh, brought in by uh, politicians who are acting on uh, uh, medical science advice, so... I guess all this has been uh, factored in, so here's hoping that uh, no one, yourself included, uh, caught anything, uh, you know, in between that uh, time that you're talking about. But yeah. it's uh, it's now being uh, changed from 72 hours to uh, 24 hours uh, for anyone flying into the U.S., so uh, that's going to be changing as of next week. And by the way, in Florida, mm-hmm. hardly anyone wears a mask. Mm-hmm. It was kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and uh, 
we all know we, the stories that we're hearing about the numbers and what's going on over in uh, in Europe and Libby has uh, several times had the uh, the scientific director of the Ontario COVID nineteen science advisory table, Peter Uni, indicating how so many places around the world are basically saying, "Oh yeah, well we're we're over this and and there you go and look what's happening in Britain and now they're bringing masking back and and everything else." So uh, it's uh, definitely interesting time and of course we're all COVID exhausted from all of this uh, it's just uh, natural after this much time but uh, clearly now this uh, variant is a cause for concern and uh, even though it's not the, the dominant one in Ontario Delta still is uh, we just have to remain vigilant find that strength and uh, soldier on and and uh, hope that we come out uh, for the better on the other side of this. Uh, it it can't come soon enough, right? Right. If I may, yes. uh, to the listeners, let, letting them know, when we re, uh, had our tests in Walmart, there was no cost. Hmm. But we do own property down there, so that may have been why. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it when you're, you know, because you had to show some ID or whatever, right? Right. You had to show a license or uh, we had a tax form that we showed. Well, and obviously that would be a tax form. And if it's got any American uh, residency or what have you on it, then I I suspect that's probably why you didn't. They figured, well, they're paying their taxes, so we're not going to hit them up again. Right. You know, but uh, all right. Very good. Barbara in Cambridge. Appreciate that. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. So we... We've been hearing uh, experiences of Canadians who've been going down and coming back and not having any problems. What about yourself with these travel restrictions that are going to be uh, taking effect, especially if you're looking at uh, going into the States? You're going to have to take a test within 24 hours of departure. Uh, you okay with that? Maybe you're not flying to the States. Maybe you're looking at uh, flying elsewhere. Uh, has this got you thinking uh, about maybe, you know, canceling that trip, taking the hit and saying, forget it, a uh, little too concerned about this new variant? Give us a call. We don't have much time left here on Free For All Friday, so we keep telling you Monday through Thursday, call in on Free For All Friday. So 416-360-0740 or toll free 1-866-744-740, and we'll do our best to shoehorn you in here before we have to uh, say so long for now. And uh, maybe uh, one thing no one's called about, and this is always a topic that gets people uh, on either side of the fence uh, a little uh, up in arms. Barbados saying bye-bye to the British monarchy. What about Canada? Should we also say so long or should we continue pledging allegiance uh, to the crown if you want to give us a quick call again we might be able to uh, to get you in here and and hear from you for a quick comment also the uh, auditor general's report uh, saying that the ford government gave out a little bit too much in covid related aid to businesses that either didn't qualify or received more than they lost in revenue give us a quick shout and uh, we will uh, We'll take your comments in order to uh, close out the show. And it would appear that uh, everyone's had their fill of, of COVID for this hour. So we will uh, let you know that on Monday, Jane Brown will be filling in for Libby, who was off today, and she will be off again on Monday. There could be some uh, developments uh, between now and then, especially uh, maybe even on this side of the border after the announcement by the U.S. to shorten the testing window from 72 hours to 24 hours. Uh, maybe something will will happen on, on this side of the border uh, between now and Monday, and Jane might... Uh, take take your calls on that on that day and on that topic uh, very quickly craig in etobicoke you got to make it real quick my friend yeah hey i was listening to the uh topic on the monarchy i think it was this week right yeah i totally disagree with that guy coming on and saying we should break away i mean that's why we have our social pro- programs that's why canada you know it's somewhat of an organized country when it comes to the covid and the masking and you know we we we're, we were just shut up you know, for the monarchy. And uh, I think to break away is is ridiculous. So that's all I want to say. Okay, very good. 
Craig and Etobicoke, appreciate your call. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. And thank you for listening, even though maybe you didn't give us a, a call. You can do so on Monday with Jane Brown or on Tuesday when Libby returns. I'm Bob Comsick sitting in for Libby. The number one's at one coming up after the latest Zoomer Radio News. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Sitting in for Libby Snymer, here is Bob Comsick. And please be kind if you lay it on us. Good afternoon. The day after Ontario expanded eligibility for booster shots to those 50 and older, starting on the 13th, the National Panel of Experts, NACI, now strongly recommending the same, also suggesting a booster may be offered to Canadians 18 to 49, at least six months after getting their second dose. And as we heard yesterday during the news here on Zoomer Radio in the afternoon after the chief medical officer for Ontario uh, made the announcement about booster eligibility, starting in January, Dr. Kieran Moore said that eligibility is going to be expanded further and it will be based on age and risk, again, with an interval of six to eight months from the second dose. And as Jeremy uh, mentioned on the news as well, the province reporting over a thousand new cases. First time in just over six months we've had that many. In fact, it was back on May 30th. And more than half of these new cases of just over a thousand, 530 of them, are in those either not fully immunized or their vaccination status is unknown. And the seven day average is now at 866. That's up from 711 just a week ago. Plenty to talk about. There's the travel restrictions as well. We've got the uh, Ontario Auditor General's report. Uh, one of the things uh, Bonnie Lissick uh, pointed out was uh, COVID aid to businesses, those who received it when they really shouldn't have. You've got the Queen and Barbados with Barbados saying bye bye to the monarchy. Should we be following suit? 416. 416- Three six zero zero seven forty or toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Bob Comsick sitting in for Libby's Nimer. Libby will be back on Tuesday. And uh, what do you think about some of those topics? Maybe you have something else you'd care to uh, to bring up. Please give us a call and uh, let's have a discussion. Larry in North York. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Go ahead, Larry. Hello. Yes. Go ahead. Hi, Bob. Uh, my name is Larry King. I'm calling about this uh, cross-border like, shopping. Mm-hmm. We're going over, and they got an app, and it says Arrive Canada app. Arrive but, Canada. Uh, we don't have a smartphone or anything like that, and I'm just wondering how we get back to Canada. They say it won't let you in. They fine you $1,000 if you don't file this Arrive Canada thing. Now, are you going over yourself, or do you have somebody with you? Just myself and my wife. We're just going over for four or five hours, like, shopping. Yeah, no, no, no. I understand. I was curious if you might have somebody uh, along with you who might uh, be able to help out uh, if there's... So it's the two of you. Yes, sir. Honestly, I'm not 100%. I don't know if it would be sufficient if you were able to at least have a... printed off copy of your vaccination status because you would have needed that at least to get into... Yeah, we got all that. We got all three shots already. Okay. And do you have the paperwork indicating that if you don't have the apps? Yes, we got that with the QR codes, everything on there. I would like to think you would be fine and you'd be able to, uh, to be able to you know, cross back and everything else and that there wouldn't be an issue. But of course, you never know what experience you might have depending on who you get uh, at the uh, at the booth at exactly. any given time on any given day uh, could go well, might not go well. So I know it doesn't really answer your question, but at least it sounds like you're prepared. You've got the paperwork. If you approach it in the right attitude and don't give attitude, uh, I would like to think they would be empathetic, sympathetic, and open to uh, open to that 
uh, possibility of just letting you go without saying, well, sorry, you don't have the uh, uh, Arrive Can app or you can't get in. Because I know Libby the other day was was speaking with someone saying uh, because she had recently been to New York and that uh, they can be a little, shall we say, Got to be careful with the word, but this is the only one that comes to mind. A little prickly about it, so yeah. uh, I guess it depends on the agent you might get at the uh, at exactly. the border there. So fingers yeah. crossed that it goes well for you and your wife. Yeah, that's the only thing like we're worried about is like I'm going to pr- print off that that app like uh, on a computer here. We got a computer and take a paper copy, and uh, hopefully it's going to work. I guess that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, let let's just hope it does and. Uh, Feel free to give us a call when you come back. Let us know how that goes, because I'm sure you would not be the the only one in the the age no. group uh, without uh, a cell phone or a smartphone to be able to, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. put it this way. You are not alone. So yeah. let's well, see how that I'll goes. When we, if we get back safely in that and with <laughs> no problem, I'll call you next week and let you know okay. what happened. <laughs> and let Libby know. Thank you very much. Uh, safe travels to you Thanks, and your wife, Bob. Larry. Thank All right. Guys. Thank you. Tom and Ajax, good afternoon. Welcome. Good afternoon, Bob. Um, I just wanted to bring up a couple of things very quickly. The first one is, like apparently hundreds of thousands of other Canadian seniors, because we had to go on the CERB for 2020, I have lost all my assistances and grants and uh, assist, you know, assistances on energy and stuff like that because the CERB inflated our income above the limit mm-hmm. falsely for one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one TV station did a piece on it a few weeks ago. Some lady in Edmonton is going to lose her, her house because of it. Really? And the government, uh, you know, Jagmeet Singh actually stood up in Parliament and brought this up when Parliament first came back. And brought it up that, you know, the Liberals should do something to make sure that the CERB isn't, in these circumstances, counted against our income. But I guess the Liberals, realizing the tax they lose on that, just quickly dismissed it, and it's gone. And it doesn't, it, it got a lot of traction for a week or so, but it's just, again, gone away. And it's it's going to hurt, like, apparently hundreds of thousands of Canadians. And for some reason, it doesn't seem to be getting a lot of traction, and you know, it, it's like anything, right? Uh, if uh, there's enough said about it, uh, if it does garner enough attention, gets the spotlight, enough people speak up, or if they're loud enough, uh, then maybe uh, someone in in office there uh, might bring it up in addition to the NDP leader whom you mentioned there, Jagmeet Singh. Uh, and that's something that I could see him uh, not letting go of it and also uh, bringing up again. So uh, have you been in, in touch with uh, with your MP? Uh, I have given up trying to email my MP, who is Mark Holland. Oh, um, the liberal the government house leader, isn't he? Yeah, I believe yes, so. And also the MP for, for Durham Region. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've emailed him three times and gotten back a, a one or two page diatribe that has nothing to do with my question. Okay. Uh, so I just basically stopped emailing him, but I was hoping bringing it up here, maybe possibly it could spur some other people to, you know, start making some calls and sending some emails and maybe some other news broadcasting people listen to the show and they might go, hey, yeah, you know, I might be able to get some traction out of this. And if there's others out there, Tom, in Ajax listening, 416-360-0740 or toll-free, 1-866-744-740. And let's hear your story. We appreciate you taking the time to bring up uh, what you're going through. And as you pointed out, uh, you're not the only one. It's uh, It's been others, but for whatever reason, it seems to have fallen off the immediate radar right now is uh, Omicron seems to be the the flavor of the past few days, but that's not to say that might not, and no, and not trying to just kind of write this off and just make yeah. fun of it. But, uh, and and maybe this will get attention again and uh, it, it, it won't be gone. So uh, don't give up the fight. Uh, you know, you know, stand up for yourself. Uh, and if we all do that, whatever the cause is, that's the only way something could possibly get done. Because if we just kind of shrug our shoulders and dismiss it, well, then it really gives no incentive for 
those that we've elected to do anything about it. And I know you indicated that you just seem to get almost like a, a standard reply to to your questions that didn't really even answer your questions, but maybe then a a phone call to the uh, constituency office saying, man, this Tonga just doesn't give up. All right, maybe we, we should hear him out as opposed to just uh, as opposed to kicking you to, uh, to the, off to the yeah. curb. Easy way to get your number blocked. But when you mentioned the virus, and I'll very quickly. And yeah, no, no, go ahead. Um, I was trying to get an answer from my doctor and from some kind of medical professional because the people they have on TV now just seem to be, you know, celebrity doctors now. Um, like Libby, Libby, I got two AstraZeneca's, and I know you're not a, a medical expert, but I'm trying to find out. A retired doctor mentioned to me, if you got two AstraZeneca's, it's better to get Moderna as your booster. I'm not sure if it would be not, Moderna, but I think they do say an mRNA, but I don't know if it's yeah. better if it's Moderna versus, uh, you know, yeah. the uh, Pfizer. Yeah, what I was trying to get answered, I, I phoned my doctor to talk to someone I, I trust, not as some person on TV, to get an answer. And I have been jumping through hoops all morning trying to get answers to that question. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, my doctor doesn't do callbacks anymore. They do virtual appointments in a week from now. I asked the pharmacist. She said, I don't know. I've never heard such a study. They gave me a number of Durham Regional Care to, to phone. They called me back and said, we can't help you unless you register on the website, which comes up as a site not found. So <laughs> oh, it's, um, uh, this, this pandemic has brought to light many good things, which is our healthcare system is way too bureaucratic and, and weighed down for, for people to really use to its full benefit. Well, Tom, I don't know. Uh, unfortunately, I can't help you with that one. And, and uh, I'm not a not celebrity pretty, doctor, just, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, may, maybe again, somebody listening who's in a similar position as exactly. yourself might have got that answer from their doctor. It's not your doctor, but at least it would be someone who wouldn't be on TV. Give us a call. Let us know, Tom. Uh, yep. Please keep listening. Maybe you'll get your answer in a roundabout way as opposed to uh, straight from the horse's mouth. So that's for, what I was hoping. Yep. Okay. You take care and uh, you, all the best. Have a great weekend. Yeah, Bob. you as well. 416-360-0740. Toll free 1-866-740-4740. Uh, Evelyn in Etobicoke, good afternoon and welcome to Fight Back. Yes, you know what, the, that man that was just on, there was a lady on the news yesterday. She didn't have the Canada Arrive app filled out when she came back from seven hours of shopping. They would not let her in. They would not, uh, they would not, I shouldn't say they wouldn't let her in. They wouldn't let her pull over and fill it out. It had to be filled in when they met the uh, crossing guy, the border security. And they, she, the, her and her husband have to quarantine for two weeks. What? So and they came no back. Getting around it, they have to quarantine for two. She said the guy was not giving one inch. He wouldn't even let me pull over to a parking spot. You know that parking spot is when you want to declare something. Mm-hmm. Or she said it wouldn't take me long. I've got it. I can fill it out right now. Nope, it has to be filled out when you arrive. So I would not go to the states without that arrived Canada. If I was coming back filled out. Well, here's hoping that Larry in North York, uh, who was had our first really, caller. a really, really hard time, and there's no, I don't know how they make you quarantine. I don't know how they follow through with it, but she was royally Yeah, ticked. okay, yeah, royally ticked. We'll leave it at royally ticked, yeah. Okay, I totally get that, and that seems to basically uh, substantiate what Libby was uh, was saying in terms of uh, how they're approaching this at the border. It's uh, this world is not black and white, but as far as the Arrive Can app, apparently it is black and white. You better have it, otherwise, as you just heard from uh, Evelyn uh, in Etobicoke. Evelyn, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye bye. 416 360 0740. Toll free 1 866 744 740. As we uh, heard in the news with Jeremy, you've got the National Advisory Committee on Immunization the day after the Ford government announced it was expanding eligibility for boosters to those 50 and older. And that's starting on the 13th of this month. Now you've got NASI strongly recommending the same. You've also got that same body of experts suggesting that a booster might be offered to Canadians 18 to 49 at least six months after their second dose. And then in January, booster eligibility will be further expanded based on age and risk with an interval again six to eight months from that second dose. So 
Do you fall in that age group? If so, do you plan to get a booster? Or do you not? Because you're thinking to yourself, well, I'm not going to be traveling. I'm basically hunkered down. I'm uh, I'm going to just uh, wait it out a little bit more. Or are you getting the booster? Because you do plan on uh, on traveling. And what do you make of the travel-related restrictions? Are you changing any plans you might have because of the need to take a COVID test when you return if you're going to somewhere other than the U.S., say the Caribbean. Now, Canadians and all other foreign visitors arriving in the U.S. by air are going to have to get a COVID test within 24 hours of departure. President Joe Biden making that announcement just yesterday, so shortening it from a 72-hour window to 24 hours. Now, White House decision uh, makers have left the Canada-U.S. land border rules unchanged. So that means if our our Canadians are looking at driving south, then they won't have to submit any test results. And for the time being, Americans are exempt from our new rules requiring all other international travelers flying here to get a test upon arrival and then self-isolate while awaiting those results. What do you make of that? Are you looking at doing some traveling? Yes. Uh, Why so? No. Why not? Give us a call, 416-360-0740 or toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Let's go to Howard in Hamilton. Welcome to the show, Howard. Hi. Yes. Uh, thank you. I'm just going through a Tim Hortons drive through um, The next one in line, so we'll make it quick. I crossed the border yesterday for about three hours. Didn't have my app, uh, ArriveCan app when I got back. No problem. He let me through. Really? See, so it really is, really depends who you get. Yeah, I think so. He was very good. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Very Thank good. You. Make it a double, yeah, make it a, make it, a, make it a double, double. Okay, Howard in uh, Hamilton, Dennis in Brampton. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Bob. Um, with respect to the gentleman unclear about what shot to get for his booster, the bottom line is, and all the advice to date is, get whatever mRNA vaccine is offered to you. Uh, I've been looking at this myself, and uh, there, there just is not enough data to determine that one is better than the other. And it is important to get that booster as soon as you can. Did you get one? So I did. Oh, okay. I had two Pfizer's, so my third one was uh, Pfizer as well. And okay. So I didn't have the dilemma that gentleman did. But there are some people suggesting, well, if you had two Pfizer's, you know, get Moderna, it's better. Well, you know what? What I did in my research would suggest, no, just get whatever is offered. Okay. Dennis and Brampton, thank you so much. You're welcome. Bob Comsick in for Libby's Nimer, Free for All Friday here on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, also 96.7 FM. And we've got Sunday in Turkey Point. You're going to be next when we come back here on Fight Back right after this. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.